After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very very truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore mentioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. And after he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into Judas. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is Pat, this is a Spy Wednesday. Uh, this is the day before Monday, Thursday. This is the, the, the day that we remember Judas uh, being a spy amongst the brethren, amongst the disciples, to betray Jesus to the leadership. Here we have it happening at Monday, Thursday, the encounter that Jesus has with Judas then. If we go back a, a little ways in, in, in any of our other Gospels, what it talks about is Judas going to the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, to the elders, and saying, I will f- figure out a way. I'm going to figure out a way to get this guy to you. And some people believe that he was doing this because he felt that if he egged Jesus on to do some sort of revolutionary type thing, then the revolution would happen, and Judas, being rather patriotic, would then join his, his king in sort of the patriotic fight. Others actually believe that he was vindictive and bad. Here, John says that Satan entered into him. I think John is the only gospel text that says that Satan entered into Judas, and then he went as though uh, it wasn't just Judas wanting some sort of political push here. It was quite literally Satan doing this work. But Spy Wednesday is important for us because with Spy Wednesday, the, the light shortly, briefly gets taken off of Jesus, the spotlight, and it gets moved on to Judas. It gets moved on to this disciple that betrays Jesus. And the reason why I find this important is because we come to the gospel readings, we come to any of the texts in the scriptures for that matter, and we want to be the hero all the time. We want to be Elijah. We want to be Daniel. We want to be uh, whoever. We, we want to be these strong, powerful people that God works through and never does anything wrong and, and all these things. We assume ourselves to be the people uh, standing at the foot of the cross, weeping over Jesus dying for us, not thinking that in reality, if we are a follower, if we're a disciple of Jesus, as we head into Monday, Thursday, tomorrow, as we, as we read, hear, hear the story read to us of John 13, as we, as we hear again on Good Friday the story read to us, what we discover is that the definition of disciple, more often than not, is a betrayer, a denier, and a fleer. 
You, you have Judas betraying Jesus, turning him over to the authorities because this Jesus is not turning out the way that he wants Jesus to be. That's us all the time, isn't it? We always craft Jesus in the way that we want it to. I think it was Anne Lamott who, who said that, that basically, uh, if Jesus ends up hating the same people we do, we definitely have crafted ourselves an idol, is basically what she says. Which is always the case, isn't it? That we tend to craft our Jesus in the way that we want him to be. If we're all about politics, if we're all about activism, if we're all about social justice, then we picture Jesus in the picket line. If we're all about acts of mercy, then we picture Jesus working at the soup kitchen. If we're, we're all about uh, uh, some sort of a religious service, then we picture Jesus leading some sort of religious service, whatever it may be. And we can't do that. Jesus won't let us do it. Jesus won't let us pigeonhole him. Because really, the only Jesus that we get is one who gets betrayed and dies on a cross, buried, and rises again. That's the one we get. Everything else was just appetizers. The full meal comes here in just a couple of days with the cross. Then we have the denier, Peter, who says, Oh yeah, I'll die with you. I, I, I will go to death with you, Jesus, if I have to. Um, yeah, no. He says, I don't even know the guy. How often it is for us that our faith becomes inconvenient at times. We want to hide those things. I was very terrified. Uh, my, my daughter's boyfriend got me a, a, a bumper sticker for my car because my car is green and it's the mean green Jesus machine. And I was very reticent to put it on my car because I always said I would never be one of those dudes who gets the fish, right, and puts it on there because... I may drive a little too fast sometimes. Not not overly fast, but you know, uh, I, I don't want my driving to be a witness to my Jesus. But at the same time, it was too good to pass up the mean green Jesus machine. I thought that was pretty good. And it's a lot of fun when you pass somebody on one of these country roads and they see you have your collar on and, and then they see the bumper sticker and they're like, dude, that, that was kind of funny. But We'll wear those things on our sleeves and, and, and we'll, we'll talk about Jesus quite often when it's, in, when it's convenient. But when it becomes inconvenient, when it becomes difficult, when it doesn't seem like we think it's the right time, then we don't. And often even, we'll go, oh yeah, I, I don't belong to them. When the reality is, is we belong to Jesus. And we're told that we're supposed to preach the word in season and out of season. So even if it's inconvenient, we're supposed to do that. And then we have the fleers, where everybody just leaves. Everybody takes off, except for John. John sticks around, but John doesn't say anything. He doesn't intervene in the trial. He doesn't come as a witness to help Jesus or anything. He just sort of stands there and watches as a bystander. And that's the picture of the disciples. Those are the great men that Jesus uses to spread the gospel. And we think ourselves that we're going to be better. No. Spy Wednesday is important because it reminds us of our failings, of our sins, of the things that nail Jesus to the cross. The fact that we're very good at talking about sins that go like this, right? We're very big on that. We're very big on wanting to make sure that we are earthly good. But we never want to talk about here. Very rarely. We never want to talk about the vertical sins, the, the sins that break us away from God, the, the, the need for being reconciled to the one who made us. And that is the work of Jesus, doing that for us. Where, where our sin against one another almost pales in comparison 
to our sin against God. And so it is that Spy Wednesday should cause us to realize that we are that spy. We are Judas. And that we are in need of Jesus just as much as he is, just as much as the worst of sinners. We need him because what ends up happening then comes humiliation. It comes a humbling upon us. And then that changes the way that we interact in this way. That changes the way that sin is handled in this way. But we need to be crushed this way, understanding our sins, in order that we might better understand the sinner and live amongst sinners. And so take this Spy Wednesday offered up to you today as you prepare your hearts for Monday, Thursday, tomorrow, and Good Friday coming up. Let us pray. Almighty God, your Son, our Savior, suffered at human hands and endured the shame of the cross. Grant that we may walk in the way of his cross and find it the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord, we'll see you tomorrow.